0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Engage and Equip podcast, a resource designed to help form substantive disciples out of the local church. My name is John Sikotowski. I'm the communications coordinator here at High Point Church. And in this episode of the Engage and Equip podcast, you're going to hear a short sermon excerpt from a sermon that Pastor Nick gave on February 18th, 2018. In this excerpt, he's going to be talking about the Old Testament festival calendar and how when we look at that calendar, we can understand a little bit about what God wants to produce in us through the rhythms in our lives. Take a listen.
1: If you look at the Old Testament calendar, right, this is what the festivals teach us. What do the festivals teach us? Look at your calendar. Have you ever heard somebody say, if you want to know what's important to you, look at your checkbook and your calendar. And you're like, what's a checkbook? It was this thing. Look at your bank account and your calendar. Because how you spend your time will tell you what's important to you, right? You might also say, look at God's calendar for people and see how he feels about them. Right? There's three week-long celebrations, commanded. There's a weekly celebration of the Sabbath, of rest and celebration and enjoyment. Every month there's a new moon festival. Now there are three Sabbath festival overlaps, so you don't want to double count, right? But if you add that together, that's 82 festival days a year. There's not but 365 days in the year, okay? That means, like, that's a good portion. That's like more than a quarter of the time you're celebrating, Do you understand? You take the most vacation-oriented nation in the world, and they haven't hit that. Okay? Like, we make fun of the French for their, like, old labor laws to be like, you can only work, like, 20 hours. Like, these people were supposed to celebrate a quarter of the time. Now, some of those days, like the festival weeks, you would work during some of the day. And you you only totally cease from work the two end Sabbath days. But you still were supposed to have some kind of festival activity throughout the whole week. Right? And how many, like, how much crying, mourning, fasting, I'm terrible, God, please forgive me. I, I should be sad. I don't want to be joyful. I should be focused on how bad I am. Right? I know you think this is a weird point for me to make if you've sat it in my preaching for a long time. But look, this is what the, what the text says is what I'm going to say. Okay? And it's what one day. It's one day, and you don't have to go to work that day too. Right? It's one day one day they fast, one day they remember their sins. Now, that's not to say they only remember sins. There's all kinds of the sacrificial system is existing there. There's all kinds of repentance and belief that's going on also. But in terms of a whole day, everyone's supposed to get together and focus on one thing. It's just one day. There's 82 festival days where you're supposed to be happy in God, and one day you're supposed to mourn and fast and remember how terrible a human being you are. I mean, just do you feel like that? Do you see in Jesus, and you're picked the shape of Jesus that you see, when you imagine what Jesus is like in your mind, do you imagine a kind of person that would be like, let's party 82 days, and you really need to spend a whole day thinking about how terrible you are one day. You need to do it. It's a day. It's important. Is, that, is there anything like that emotional ratio in the heart of the Christ that you believe in? because there isn't in the one I believe in. But here's what I can say about that. I'm wrong. (laughs) I'm wrong. And so what I want to do is to look at this shadow and to let the shape of that shadow begin to reshape the idol figure of Jesus I have made more into the shape of the actual Jesus so that I can see something more about his fullness So that I can receive the joy that can only be found in him, because the joy of the Lord is my strength. Make sense? Jesus said it this way, right? He said, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that they may have life, and to have it to the full. I'm the good shepherd, and the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Right? Which means his little sermon on this is, the devil, the world, and sin destroys everything and destroys joy. I have come so that people would have joy in life. And therefore, as the shepherd, I am willing to do anything it takes that they might have joy, even the cross. Right? That's the real Jesus.